0: some memories.
1: flames i know this is the point of no return shout out to you guys how are you welcome to the show hey guys i'm gone with john welcome back if you missed the morning show this morning we had a blasty blast it was a lot of fun keyboards in the way sorry guys a lot of fun on the morning show guys welcome 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 i've got a good one for you this is one i had been thinking about doing for like the last 24 48 hours And uh, Mr. Henney was in here this morning and he mentioned it as well. And I thought, what a great time. We'll go ahead and get this in for the gentleman and have this live stream. Pain is necessary, guys. I've said this before um, many times. And when I say it, it sounds like you learn from it, guys. You learn from it. It's a difficult thing to process. And you're like, well, you don't want to be too and this. And I listen. Pain is an an adequate teacher, guys. Most of the most important lessons you'll ever learn in life was through pain. Batman became Batman because his parents were murdered. Superman's planet blew up. You know. We can continue to go down the list, but you understand that it's pain that molds a man. It's pain that makes a man. The gladiators were wonderful and strong, but they did that because of the pain they endured daily working out. Their scars on their face were more attractive to the ladies back in those days because it meant he had proven himself in battle. It meant that he had experience, at very least in battle. Pain, guys. And sometimes what we perceive as pain is simply the understanding that life is changing. And sometimes life changing in and of itself can be scary to a lot of people. A lot of folks, men and women alike, sometimes just the idea that things are going to be different can be painful. Now I'm in a couple of videos I want to show you guys and we're going to react to them and kind of talk about them a little bit. Um, I want you to understand uh, this is just one that I think is worth watching and worth showing you guys. So I'll show you again. I don't, you know, whatever you think about Tate, I'm not a huge Tate fan, but this is a very good video because it explains a lot of, sometimes it's the uncomfortable parts of life, that kind of mold us. Sometimes it's the uncomfortable things in life that we don't really, you know, that really kind of helps shape us into who we are. There we go. There's, mm, that's better. Anyways,
2: let's continue, guys. If you look at anything that builds a man into a man, there's a degree of suffering. So many men say, I want to be the man, but they don't want to suffer. They don't want to fight. And I don't understand.
1: And I talk about that on my channel a lot for you guys. I have a lot of you guys that are out there that are like, well, I couldn't make content and I I don't know. And I wouldn't want to be seen by anyone. And what would people think? And I might get hater comments in the comments below. And I, you know, that would be, oh man. Yeah. Sometimes it's that pain. A lot of people want to be the guy. They want to be the guy, but they don't want to suffer like the guy. They don't want to work as hard as the guy that puts out the thousand videos. They don't want to be the guy that's like getting seen by people and, who hurt you and you're bald and you're gay and how dare you? You think you can make content? You're not a content. Everybody wants to be the guy that somebody will watch, but nobody wants to put in that effort. And it's that pain that gets us there. It's that pain that changes us. Let's continue.
2: Stand why? Because even if you look at a superhero movie, they tell you, even in superhero movies, they make it very clear. Batman's parents died, that's why he's Batman. It's very hard to become a man and have a man who's respected and has stories and is capable when he only had a nice life and nice experiences. It's usually the things that made you the best version of you are usually the worst things that happen to you. All the bad things have to happen. There's no way to get there without the bad things. Where do you find the strength when you're in these difficult situations? I always find the strength from from my last name.
1: That's my boy. Give me one second. Take
2: I'm Andrew Tate, so I just have to do I'm in a Romanian jail cell. I wake up, there's cockroaches in my bed. They're all over my face. What am I gonna do, cry? Am I gonna go and sign a piece of paper and say I'm guilty? I'm gonna sell my brother out? No, I'm gonna take the cockroaches off my mouth. I'm gonna do some push-ups because I'm Andrew Tate. When shit really gets hard, honor and courage and bravery and your last name is all you've ever had, especially with men. None of them are bestowed with the things that the masculine essence needs to be a good man. You need pride, you need honor matrix media they say why did you get so big because i'm telling the truth i'm telling the truth which every man knows is intrinsically true in his heart because god has instilled him with a a basic degree of morality of right and wrong i'm saying things to a 17 year old boy and he's going he makes sense i get it everything i was told so far just didn't quite click but this does And that's what they're so scared of. I was talking about this the other day. I was talking about how I have a a pet peeve and one of my pet peeves is is painkillers. And I was being typical me and I was going over the top and I was discussing with this guy. This guy said, have you got any aspirin? I said, there's no aspirin in my house. And he said, why? I said, brother, you are not facing 1% of the life difficulties I am facing. Think about it. No government's trying to lock you up. The matrix isn't after you. They're not trying to frame you. Nobody wants you dead. When God finally gives you a tiny headache, to give you something to show you're half a man, a little bit of resilience. You pussy out and take an aspirin. hey, just have a headache? Just have a headache. And not only just have a headache, have a headache and don't mention it, because I don't care. So don't even talk about it. Nobody needs to know. <laughs> what do you want? Do you want therapy? You want sympathy? Nobody cares you have a headache. Shut up. Like nearly any problem on earth, Whether it's men's mental health, whether it's women's mental health, no matter what it is, whether it's crime, no matter what it is, how do you fix the problem? By building men of caliber, by building men of capability and status and honor and dignity, and by building men of ability to be good standing citizens who are respected by their peers. All of it comes back to improving men, all of it. Every single problem you can possibly name, it comes back to building strong men of capability who are respected. That's all. It's the baseline of humanity. Men always has been the baseline of humanity. And that's why nearly every problem we can name, all of them are in a direct negative correlation with masculinity. As masculinity plummets, all this garbage is going up through the roof. Is that a coincidence? Absolutely not. Really not. You can literally see it with a graph and you can see it happening. Saving the way men think and operate, growing a new generation of men who understand they have duty to themselves, their last name and God, literally saves the world. All of it. Women respect men who stick by their principles and their beliefs. And the principles and beliefs of a man are always to do what he is supposed to do, regardless of how he feels. You must train.
1: Sorry, guys, that was my son. And uh, well, guys, you know, I love you boys, but my, my sons and my daughter always come first. I had to take care of that. Sorry about that. But we're going to dive back into this video. I hope you guys have been paying attention and understand that it's the things you don't want to do that are going to be best for you. You don't want to quit drinking. I didn't. I don't. You didn't. You didn't want to quit nicotine. You didn't want to work out. You didn't want to eat healthy. You know what I mean? It's the things you don't want to do. That's the shit you need to be doing. Let's continue
2: You don't feel like training. You must protect me. Don't feel like protecting. You must be a good man. And when you're actually a truly good man and a high value man, this is something I absolutely realized in jail. I have no problem suffering if the people I love are not suffering. My children are taken care of. The women I love are taken care of. My mother is taken care of. Everybody around me is fine. Even if they've removed me from my life and locked me in a jail cell, everybody I love is taken care of and is protected and is living good. I must suffer because I am a man. I am the head of my empire. I'm the head of the clan. Of course I will suffer, but the people I love are not suffering. This is what God has bestowed upon important men since the beginning of time. Not just important men. All men. The men in the Titanic as the boat was going down, about to be sucked into the icy cold water. Some of the last thoughts in those men's head, I know, I know, was at least I saw my daughter and my wife kill
1: All right, somebody go ahead and ban pancakes,
2: dumbass. I've had enough of them. On that boat. Absolutely, I'm happy to plunge into this ice-cold water because there they are, on that boat, away from danger. Everyone we love and everyone in the world who we care about was taken care of. And I said, Andrew, would you rather us both be at liberty but someone else in our life suffer? Mom, suffer. Our kids, suffer. The mothers of our children, suffer. Thank you very much, Mr. Pope. Oh. I'm glad it was me. I'm glad I was the one who was suffering and everyone else was okay because that's what being a man means. When you're a man, absolutely you're right. It is our job to suffer so the people around us do not suffer.
1: Now I'm not telling y'all I agree with everything the man says or everything that he's saying here, but what I'm telling you is it's that suffering a little bit that's going to help you in life.
2: And that's why if you're a man and you're waking up every day and you're not trying your very best to be important or upgrade yourself or upgrade your character or you're lacking motivation, then you have a serious problem because it is your job to be capable of dealing with the insurmountable pressure which God is going to put upon you so that when you suffer, everyone around you does well.
1: Now, I don't mean suffer in terms of marriage or broads or anything like that. But if you're not pushing yourself, your body, your physicality, your mental state, your, if you're not pushing yourself and getting a little out of your comfort zone... You're
2: not gonna be learning any real lessons. Our lives are set up that even if they throw us in a dungeon today, everybody we love will be okay, forever. And that is what's most important. That's the most important thing.
3: That's success.
2: And that was absolutely comforting in jail when we would discuss that and we said, everyone we love is okay. You and I just have to make it through this. And that's absolutely and utterly comforting. And if you're a man sitting at home right now, you need to sit and say, okay, if they plucked me from my life if they picked me up and threw me in a room and locked me in a jail cell which can happen which can happen to anybody especially as they continue these matrix attacks on masculinity as a whole would your wife have a roof over her head would your children
1: and who gives a shit about her but listen truth truth be told guys don't forget july is masculinity month s-c-e-n-d man 50 have decided and let us know that we're pushing this. We're going forward with it. July is masculinity month. We got to uh, remind all of the other men that this is what's happening. Dark Blade, shout out to you. Good to
2: see you again. Eat, would your family be okay? Think about these things. This is what you're working for. You're not working to make money so you can buy a Lamborghini. You're working to make money and you're thinking outside of the box and you're becoming your best version of yourself. So all the people around you will always be okay no matter what happens. The ones that you care about
1: guys, The ones that you care about, that's the key there. Now that doesn't mean it's gonna be a wife or a woman or hopefully that's not the case at all, but your children. You see Ben's comment here, to an extent, but sacrificing myself for the comfort of others, I no. Ben, do you have children? If you don't have children, you don't understand the idea behind what I'm saying.
2: And that's okay. Let's continue. It is your job as a man to suffer. And we did our job fantastically, absolutely and utterly as we should. We always will. And we always will. And everybody around us was okay. And that is extremely comforting in times of hardship because we're built for suffering. We were absolutely and utterly built for suffering no matter how. All
1: men, guys. That's why they call men the beast of burden, the great beast of burden. This has been a nickname for men since the dawn of time. Many people won't understand this. Many people won't know that um, this is the case. But... This is the truth. I can only listen to so much Tate at one time, guys. So I have to uh, never had kiddos. No problem, Ben. I understand. In that case, I understand your viewpoint. I would assume that was your viewpoint and your reasoning behind it. So that's why I asked. And again, I understand. At that point, you shouldn't. I agree with your standpoint on that because you don't have children. But if you have children and they haven't you know, treated you like shit, been disrespectful or disowned you as a man, you absolutely should try to lift them up and sacrifice for them and do everything you can for them. Guys, when I have the money in my earlier life, when I had the money, I did everything I could for my kids. And when I have money again, I'll do everything I can for my kids then. Let's continue. Let's continue. I got another good one here. I want you guys to understand something. This one here is going to seem to be a little bit I don't want to say dark, but I want you to understand that there's a complex level of things going on when I show you this video and I tell you to really think about how freeing this can be. Some people are going to suggest that this is recluse behavior or black pill or that it's, I don't really care what you just, if you'll just watch and listen and take into consideration how many things in life. Well, I'll break the video down for you as we go, but Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'll agree that nicotine was extremely hard to quit guys. I battled that for 20 something years, 25 years, maybe that was a tough one. Thankfully I haven't gone back to it or touched it, but, uh, I haven't forgotten. So let's continue. Let me get this in here, guys. And we'll pull you up into the next video. Doberman shout out to you listening while I make an early dinner. Fantastic. I'm going to cook something as well. Todd Packer in the building. Been missing you, buddy. Good to see you. Dr. Dre, good to see you, too. Let's continue. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Where is it? Present this screen right here, guys. This is called the joys of not needing people. Now, again, some of you are going to kind of be like, well, wait a minute, John. Um, we need each other. We're people. We should be socialized and we should be not really I know you think you should because you were raised in a socialized, you know, social, look, say it with me, socialism. I mean, listen, I know, I know you guys are lovey and huggy and dovey and everyone. I get it. Family's great. Yeah, I'll get All of that. Just hear me out. The more we have connection with other people, i.e. through the phones and through the uh, devices, the dumber we become as a whole. Tell me I'm wrong. The more contact we've had with each other, we've become stupider. The more access to information we have at our hands, the dumber we've become. No one's learning it and memorizing it and reading books to think of these wonderful, fascinating things because they know at the press of the button, I can just look up whatever I might need to know. So why know anything about anything ever? We've become progressively stupider because we've hung out with other people, interacted with other people who may not be on the same mental level. You should always wanna be this, you know, not the smartest person in the room you're in. You wanna be in a room full of people that are are smarter than you that you are learning from or better than you or more masculine than you, always more business minded. Let's continue. Let's watch this video.
4: Once a lake dried up, in the ancient kingdom of Chu because of prolonged drought. The fish in the pond experienced significant hardship as they struggled to survive, flopping around in the remaining mud puddles. Zhuangzi observed how the fishes smeared each other with slime and exchanged saliva to help each other stay alive. Even though he admired their solidarity, he asked himself if it wouldn't be better if the lake were full, so the fish could swim freely without needing each other to take drastic measures for survival. From a place of modern-day individualism, we may look back on the past, feeling nostalgic about the degree of human solidarity and community back then. You see, humans have
1: always needed humans, but today with the advent of the phones and the internets and the fake books and the Instagrams and the, we've replaced that need for humans with actually thinking that we have humans because we see a picture of a human and they said something about their waffles this morning. But the truth is the actual uh, old days when we didn't have all these things, what we had was interpersonal connections that were based on an being in each other's presence, and there are so many things that our senses as humans can pick up on that make being in a human's presence different. Maybe they have an odor. Maybe it's a good one. Maybe they, an aftershave you like, or a perfume that you enjoy. There are so many nuances to being face-to-face with someone that we've lost what it means to know people because we see their avatar on Facebook. Now, I'm not saying that we should definitely be socializing. I'm saying we need less time together as human beings. And we've been forced to be in small apartments, little bitty offices, cubicles on the phone, collecting bills for companies that barely pay you to collect their bills. But we have so much human interaction right now that we're actually becoming dumber as a a direct result of it. Remember, I showed you the rat experience a while back. I forget the name of it, but what is? They put a bunch of rats together, and they were like, "This can hold three thousand rats." And at like fifteen hundred rats, they started eating each other and just terrible things, guys. There's such thing as too much social interaction. And while our powers that be are seemingly wanting to socialize us further by getting us to be socially okay with things that don't fucking matter at the end of the day who gives a shit like honestly i'm not against people and i'm not but at the end of the day why is this even pertinent to governance can someone explain that to me never mind i
4: don't even let's get back into the show like the fishes in Zhuangzi's story people helped and relied on each other and were involved in each other's lives Mm. and so as humans do they formed close-knit communities These communities provided a sense of safety and social interaction. In many ways, they made people's lives easier. Mm. Moreover, in times of crisis, group solidarity was even more prevalent. Plenty of wartime stories sketch an almost romantic image of how people supported each other during these times of great adversity. War makes people come together, and shared sorrow is half-sorrow. Last decades, a period of relative stability, economic growth, and technological advancement, the world, by and large, has become more individualistic. Of course, we can still find collectivism and close communities in many parts of the world. But overall, human beings have become less reliant, and less involved with each other, and more focused on themselves.
1: And the idea of themselves... This is the sad truth in the phenomenal movie, guys. Phenomenal movie. You know what? I've got it here. I'm going to pull up the end of it while I'm talking. Uh, Don't worry. Um, Something interesting happens. In the end of the movie, the never-ending story, they discuss the idea of the nothing and the idea of this without the creative individuality of being your own person and, you know, having this idea of what fantasia is to each individual person stay with me boys that there was nothing there was a vacuum that we were all left to experience it as the exact same thing which was in and of itself you know ugly it was the collapse of everything which again I realize this is you know we're out there at this point but it's worth it don't worry let me find where is it ah Okay, there he is. There it is. I'll just grab that here real quick. Mm, That one's good, too. We'll get both of them for later use. Don't worry. All right. Welcome back to the show, guys. I'm gone with John. I'm going to show you this really quickly, and then we're going to get back into our other one that we're watching. But this plays into it, and it's very brief, so don't panic, boys. Don't panic. Where the hell is the streaming software? There you are, there you go. All right, stop sharing that. Let's share this one here. Watch this for me guys and see if this strings a different chord with you. Hopefully this doesn't get me immediately copyright struck. Hopefully, let's see what happens. Yeah, we're gonna. We can't sit there for three minutes. They're gonna copyright that. But let's.
5: <laughs> What's so funny about that? Fantasia has no
1: boundaries. Mm, Fantasia has no boundaries. The idea, if you haven't seen the movie, is that Fantasia is in each of our minds. It's our creative own idea of something. But when we no longer have our own creative, you know, we all have the same one. <laughs>
5: Fantasia has no boundaries. (laughs) That's not true! You're lying! Foolish boy. Don't you know anything about Fantasia? It's the world of human fantasy. Every part, every creature of it, is a piece of the dreams and hopes of mankind therefore
1: it has no boundary it'll have no boundary what this means going forward in human i have to break it up or they'll hit me for fair use and copyright and all that shit but Listen, the idea is that because it's all based on our individual thought, there will never be a boundary or limit that we will see to the things that will be unique or different to the things of the past because there can be no boundary. And since there can be no boundary in this movie, he's saying that that's why the nothing is winning is because when there is when everyone's special, no one is. Let's continue.
5: and forget their dreams. Ooh. Shall the nothing grow stronger?
6: What is the nothing?
5: It's the emptiness that's left. It is like a despair destroying this world. And I have been trying to help it. But why? Because people who have no hope are easy to
1: control. Because people who have no hope are easy to control. So when I come on here and I tell men it's time we pick ourselves up and have a little bit of fucking hope again, it makes you less controllable. They don't want that, guys. They don't want that. But why? Because people have no hopes
5: are easy to control, and whoever has the control has the
0: bar.
1: Well, what a wonderful excerpt from the movie *The Neverending Story*, guys. That was back in the '80s when that came out, so probably not applicable to today's living standard, right? Right? Probably not the same. Let's continue with the show, guys. I know we've bounced around, but trust me, it was for good. The power of not needing people.
4: Especially in wealthy Western countries, people don't need each other anymore as they used to. The declined mutual reliance isn't just because of wealth, but also because technology makes human interaction increasingly obsolete in many areas. And so the lake is full. Like the fish, we have largely become self reliant, allowing us to swim freely and forget about each other. Yet, now people need each other less and less, on a communal level at least, a new problem has arisen. The experience of loneliness is prevalent in individualistic societies. We can't deny that loneliness is problematic. However, without reducing the severity of this issue, we might also. What if? And I'll rewind that so I don't talk over him. But what
1: if for a brief moment I posed the idea that your loneliness isn't so much a sadness um, that is is based in a direct reflection of you so much as the absence you feel from other people? Most of you probably know that or figured that out. What about what if I told you that in time? As you grow older you'll realize that you holding on to that and needing to have those people or needing to have the whatever admiration of those people mom's apple pie whatever it is you are holding on to that pain point some people not not ready for that yet let's continue
4: prevalent in individualistic societies We can't deny that loneliness is problematic. However, without reducing the severity of this issue, we might also have been underestimating the advantages of not needing people. This video expands on Zhuangzi's story about the fish and why a lake full of water is actually highly joyful. A lone fish swimming in a lake full of water decides wherever it goes, looking for food and shelter when needed.
1: Mm. <laughs> Mochi, love you, brother. Great to see you, man. Mochi says something here, guys. So we're going to touch on this because I, I get this comment a lot because I express ideas to you guys that seem like they're not rooted in religious or moral places, but in reality, they truly are. If you look inward and... Some, Not everyone, not everyone is totally um, willing to have that discussion. But let me, I'm I'm just going to pull this up really quickly here. And Emochi, I'm not at all by any means picking on you, brother. I love that you said that. I want you to know that because I get this comment so much. Nihilism is the rejection of all religious and moral principles. And the belief that life is meaningless. I'm telling you. Life is so rich with meaning that we've barely scratched the surface as we run around talking about our pronouns and our position at the job that doesn't like us. I'm I'm certainly not a nihilist. I may have some nihilistic views, but rooted at heart, they all do come back to religion, family, morality. I guess I'm simple in that aspect, but sometimes my... Lack of need for other human beings comes off comes off as cold or callous. When the reality that I'm trying to show you with this video is that, well, as you get older, you'll see. You'll free yourself from it. As you get older, you'll notice that why so many older people disappear off into the woods, not disappear, but go and live on a little plot of land in a reeky-dink shack or a house or a tiny little cabin is because the socialization of them with other human beings has always been a pain point. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them. It just means that they are aware that the other pains, agonies, and things that other humans go through in daily events can bring pain or discomfort to you. Because shared misery is half misery. Have you heard that saying before? You tell someone what's bothering you and it takes it off your chest. You feel better. It lightens your load, so to speak. All of these things, shared misery is half misery. But for the person who had no misery, they now have half misery. Let's continue.
4: He can meet other fish, but part ways whenever he wants to continue his individual journey. Likewise, inhabitants of an individualistic society are free to choose their own paths most of the time socializing with other people is an option not a necessity so they're free to move on from these people if they wish to we can observe that not needing close relationships to live indeed leads to people minding their own business even though humans still depend on other humans to survive we don't need their company as in physical presence and personal relationships for survival and thus social ties have become an option not a requirement a well-oiled system that largely relies on technology takes care of our needs we can order anything with a click of a mouse we can pay people to provide us with almost any kind of service such as relocation cleaning or taking care of us when we're
1: and this isn't going away anytime soon guys they're putting more infrastructure into place to further facilitate this for future generations that's why they're trying to normalize certain things and behaviors and everything else so that. As there becomes more and more and more, there becomes less and less and less of you. Go back to a minute ago when I showed the clip of the uh, part in the never-ending story. Because when people have no hopes left, when they have no traditions left, when they have no sense of self-worth left, once everything that was good about their family, their father, their God, their government, everything that mattered at all to them back in the day, pride and country... Once all of that is crushed out of you, America will be very easy to control. Let's
4: continue. Sick. In Europe, self-scanning checkouts are becoming the norm. With the emergence of AI, things like the type of companionship we previously Jesus Christ, I hope that's not one of the sex bots they're working on. That thing is unfuckable. ...reserved for a spouse can be replaced by advanced robots. Although the latter example may sound extreme, it shows how little we'll need each other's company in the future to meet our needs if such technological advancements become mainstream and widely used. A world where we don't need to meet and speak to each other may sound like a dystopian nightmare to some. In all likelihood, many people would be crushed by the levels of loneliness within societies in which human-to-human contact is so infrequent.
1: And the interesting thing about the feeling of loneliness as a human being who is somewhat analytical, I would say, I've noticed that it's like a breakup. Once you go through the loneliness and you stop trying to mask it and you stop trying to fix it, jumping from bar to bar or wherever, trying to meet new friends and meet new. Once you face it and make your peace with it a little bit and you begin to be okay with who you are when no other humans are around. Then you're free from it. It's like quitting a terrible habit, guys. Once you realize that although people are wonderful, I understand, you don't have to have, you can go truly long periods of time. We're going to talk about that in this video. It's coming up in a minute, but it doesn't mean you don't like people. It doesn't mean people aren't great. It just means you realize that the true value in life is being able to be okay with you, who you are. We hold on to these things and we're like, oh, my God, what would I do if the system crashed or if I didn't have my cell phone or my insurance information or other living things on this planet? Don't think about all that bullshit because it would take away from the experience of life on this beautiful planet. You understand? We are one of the few species that actively unalives itself. We're at the top of the food chain in a beautiful planet that every other creature is fighting to stay alive and be here, and we're like, oh, this shit's boring. I'm bored. I'm out. I'm done. Shotgun sandwich. It's almost disgusting. Let's continue.
4: But aside from these severe consequences, could the not needing each other aspect of such circumstances benefit us? Imagine we're all fish in a rich, vast ocean, free to explore all its depths, mysteries, and knowledge. The path to adventure lies open, calling us to explore and experience new things. As we can fend for ourselves, we can easily take this journey alone. Our companion is optional. The freedom from people allows us the freedom to spend our every waking day.
1: Shout out to Primo BC over on Rumble. We wouldn't appreciate the sun without the rain. I love that. Primo BC also, I like pumpkin spice coffee, but I only have one per year, so I will enjoy them. If you have, yeah, one every day, it becomes the normal and not a treat anymore. This is what we've done to society. This is what we've done to the dating market, the human interaction market, all of the above, guys. Like Primo says, we wouldn't appreciate the sun without the rain. Great movie in the Tom Cruise classic Legend with Tim Curry. Tim Curry, of course, playing the devil tim curry as the devil says what is light without dark meaning good or bad yin and yang black and white without the darkness guys we would have no appreciation for what the sunlight brought
4: to us let's continue being minute swimming wherever we want doing whatever we want whenever we want such freedom and independence within the physical world can be a great pleasure if one enjoys the solitary path. Albert Einstein, for example, was a true lone fish, enjoying the distance between himself and others while excelling in solitude and profoundly caring about other people's well being. I quote, My passionate sense of social justice and social responsibility has always contrasted, oddly, with my pronounced lack of need for direct contact with other human beings and human communities. Think about that. What a thing to say. I am truly a lone traveler and I've never belonged to my country, my home, my friends, or even my immediate family with my whole heart. In the face of all these ties, I've never lost a sense of distance and a need for solitude.
1: Solitude. Solitude, guys. TRX5 understands exactly what I'm talking about, guys. Eric, shout out to you, brother. Great to see you. Men, less drama equals more tranquility. Say it with me. Serenity, peaceful life. It's very difficult to find peace when constantly surrounded by the everyday passing events of other people. Nothing wrong with them. Like I said, I don't dislike people, but I can't ignore the overwhelming level of emotional impact it's had on my life. low these many years, all of the different people that I've experienced who are having, going through something themselves, I'm not going to blame them for they did me wrong or play the victim. They were going through whatever they were going through. And as a direct result, I was uh, perhaps a casualty in some ways. Again, not playing the victim, just an understanding that less drama equals more tranquility.
4: Carl Jung and Emma Rauschenbach became engaged in 1902. They later married and had five kids together. Jung was keeping a diary at the time, in which he wrote, I'm no longer alone with myself.
1: I'm no longer alone with myself. We're going to rewind that. Hopefully. Ideally. They later married. I'm no longer alone with myself. Once you see this, it's like the red pill. You can't unsee it. Once you realize that... You you are enough. You are good enough, man. You are exactly what God has intended. And you might feel right now like, well, I'm I'm not a success right now, or I feel like a failure. It's not your time yet then. That's all that means, guys. And when it is your time, when you are ready to do something in your life, you will do something in your life. But the more you're distracted by other people, the longer that's going to take. Solitude is what's going to lead you ultimately to your biggest growth period in your life. Now, it might have been pain that took you to the solitude at first. It might have broken you mentally, physically, spiritually to get you to the point where you can sit alone with yourself and listen to the river or look at the sunrise or... But once you're okay with you, you will never be alone again. Never. Let's continue.
4: Read and had five kids together. Jung was keeping a diary at the time, in which he wrote, I'm no longer alone with myself, and I can only artificially recall the scary and beautiful feeling of solitude. Mm. This is the shadow side of the fortune of love.
1: This is the shadow side of the fortune of love. What do I tell y'all on my channel? MGTOW, Monk Mode? Go your own way. This is the shadow side of the fortune of love. Now, we don't think love is very fortunate because it ends badly for the men, but in the perfect world, where we were all blue pill beta male simps, I've been there, we think of what a fortune to find the love of your life and to be in the, even in a perfect relationship, you lose something of yourself that you can never get back. God damn, boys, if you're not listening to this stream, I you know, I don't know what to tell you. Let's, let's rewind it.
4: i alone with myself and I can only artificially recall the scary and beautiful feeling of solitude. This is the shadow side of the fortune of love." End quote. So Carl Jung realized that through his commitment to marriage, he had given up a precious thing, the experience of being alone. Oh, and guys, when you stop fearing being
1: alone, when you stop thinking that you're a failure because some whoever doesn't love you anymore, whatever, when you stop and get out of your pity party and realize that you are Awesome. Just the way you are, man. Like you you will get to the next step in your life. But right now you're so caught up with what does everyone think? This whole social thing. I'm embarrassed. Someone saw she was cheating on me and all our friends and family knew it. And I'm super embarrassed. Guys. Your need to continue to play this social game and not spend some time in solitude is what's got you fucked up. Every man needs a good six months solitude. Go camping for a month here and there, whatever it is. Go camping for a week alone on your vacation. I don't care if you camp at the campground 20 minutes from your house. Go out there, turn the phone on vibrate. Try not to get on it as much as possible unless you're recording you out in nature because that's a good thing to do. That's a fun thing to do. But just get out there. You. You. Stop trying to connect with people. If there's an emergency, call them back. Otherwise, text them or don't text them and just be unavailable for a week. It'll actually make people like you more. Absence will make the heart grow fonder. They'll be like, I called you on Monday and, oh, I was out camping. I didn't have any signal. It said red. Oh, well, I got back to you as soon as I felt like I wanted to. No offense, but I was busy. You're still allowed to say that, guys.
4: Let's continue. When dealing with people is optional, we're free to retreat and spend time in solitude. Even though some people cannot tolerate being alone and instead choose to surround themselves with people as much as possible, the experience of solitude benefits those who appreciate it, whether imposed or chosen. Regarding interpersonal relationships, not needing people can be a blessing. Yes, in earlier times, there was more solidarity, group activity, and involvement in each other's lives but close-knit communities could be detrimental to one's tranquility as we automatically become part of the drama people are capable of. For some reason, no matter where we look, when people come together, there's always some form of turmoil. Be it gossip, bullying, people antagonizing each other.
1: When people come together, there's always some form of turmoil. Be it gossip, tomfoolery, fucking horrors, whatever it is, guys. Wherever you will find mass people, you will find issue. Wherever you will find more people, you will find more fuckery. And again, I like people. Like, I really do, guys. But I'm just, we all are deeply flawed. And as you go through life, you can learn to control and benefit and best your flaws, but you can't even have a barely uh, 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 um, any output on someone else's flaws. They're going to do what they want.
4: They're flawed, just like you, just like me. Let's continue. For some reason, no matter where we look, when people come together, there's always some form of turmoil, be it gossip, bullying, people antagonizing each other.
1: Now, people who are addicted, they don't know they're addicted to cortisol, but their brain is addicted to cortisol. So what they do is they go through and they constantly need beef and argument and fussing and fighting and drama. You know these people. Many of them have tits. Some of them are men, well, I'm using that term loosely. Uh, some of them are men who are perhaps in their feelings for whatever reason. I don't mean they love a girl or they something like that. I mean, they just, you know, maybe they're just men that are a little different.
6: Butterfly in the sky.
1: Shout out to coach Greg for that one. Shout out to coach Greg. That's one of his bits, guys, but it's such a great bit. got to throw it in there every now and again. Let's continue guys.
4: Or fights. When people depend on each other it's the unfortunate part of the deal but if we don't need these people we don't have to tolerate their behavior we don't have to bear the cross of associating with those we don't like Mm. just to get our needs met mainly in western countries but without a doubt in other places of the world as well we observe that regarding survival the institution of marriage has been rendered optional rather than mandatory The religious authorities that used to force people to marry have significantly lost their influence on a practical level men and women can survive without each other and many of them successfully sustain themselves this development has both negative and positive consequences for example the divorce rate has been rising steadily translating to an increase in broken homes you don't say. And the rising number of people who refuse to marry and procreate has led to a population crisis in Japan. Uh-huh. People automatically become more selective when there's no necessity to be in a relationship or marriage. Right. After all, they don't need anyone. And they might even enjoy the perks of being single. Sometimes they love singlehood so much that they won't easily exchange it for commitment. Mm. Commitment to a relationship can be very fulfilling and satisfying, but has plenty of potential risks and downsides as well. One's partner could be abusive, controlling, emotionally draining, or (laughs) simply...
1: Imagine that, guys. What if you had a partner who was emotionally draining or abusive, or was yelling at this person like this lady is yelling at him? Imagine that, guys
4: not the right fit also a relationship requires time and effort which some people prefer to spend on other things
1: yeah i spent 26 years trying to make different multiple relationships work marriages you know all of that stuff let me assure you guys uh there's better things you could be doing with your time because she may be happy today she may be happy tomorrow she may think you walk on water but one day she's not going to be happy and that's just going to be all your fault. Why? Because she thinks you're responsible for feeding her, clothing her, taking care of her, her emotional state, her emotional stability, her entertainment. She's bored. She needs a new vacation. She wants to go over here. Just spend the money, dummy. Yeah. I don't recommend this for men.
4: A downside could be that we become too selective, leading to us wanting a significant other, but not being able to find them. No, nope. not needing someone means that we can end the relationship with that person more easily and quickly, which is also true when it comes to friends. Not needing friends allows us to end toxic friendships ah. and set boundaries for the rest. And when we don't have to make friends out of necessity, we're more likely to be friends people we genuinely like connect with and share interests with. And that's
1: the key guys. I used to have a thousand friends. I have like four or five that I'm really close with, talk to back and forth, and then five or ten that, you know, if I texted them, they would be there. If they texted me, I would be there. The rest of them, no. No, 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 Mm-mm.
4: The major downside of belonging to a group is the expectation of conformity. Ooh. Belonging
1: conformity. Why aren't you like us? Why don't you believe what we tell you to believe? Why don't you vote for who we tell you to vote for? Why don't you think this? Why do you do that? You're different. Guys, Imagine if you were a young man who was, let's say, autistic or on the Asperger spectrum or had sensory issues or any of these other things, and everyone's pointing out how different you are, talking about you need to see a special school student, a special teacher, and go to a special school, and you're different, you're different, you're different. By the time you grow up, knowing goddamn well that you are different, you would think that it was a bad thing, and it's not. Now, you might speak differently than the other human beings. You might talk differently. You might alliterate ideas in a different manner than most people are used to. But when everyone in your circle points this out to you, how different you are, how unique you are, how you're not like the rest of us. Well, that could eat a person alive over the time, you know,
4: and requires us to adapt. Often, this means that people expect us, in many regards, to do as they do, speak as they speak, and, not uncommonly, think as they think. The meaning of Sartre's famous quote, Hell is other people, is often misunderstood. People generally interpret it as saying that others are terrible, and that we're better off avoiding them altogether. This isn't precisely what Sartre meant. The quote pointed to Sartre's observation that we're never free from other people's gaze and their opinions of us, and the more people we surround ourselves with, the more judging eyes we endure. Hmm. These opinions and expectations can have a profound impact on us, and we may, therefore, feel trapped to conform to social expectations.
1: You understand.
4: Some people desire to conform and willingly adopt other people's opinions and mannerisms out of a desire for belonging. And when observing people's overall behavior, we could say that most of us care about the gaze of others. Most of us like it when people approve of us, estimate us highly, and respect us. In many cases...
1: That's the sad part, guys. And for so long, I've come on and told you guys, like, you can't... You gotta... You can't care what everyone thinks about you. I
5: don't give a fuck what you think, bitch!
2: can't fuck with everybody.
0: I don't fuck with you! You
4: little stupid-ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. It says, to gain validation of others, we jump through the hoops they've set in place for us as trained monkeys. German philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer criticized human infatuation with other people's opinions, mm. saying... By a peculiar weakness of human nature, people generally think too much about the opinions which...
1: Oof. By a peculiar weakness, God damn, listen guys, language was so romantic back in the days. I don't mean romantic in that way, I mean, what a beautiful art form. By a particular weakness of human nature, people generally think too much about the opinion which others form of them. When you hear me repeating this on all of my live streams, guys, this is why I tell you this. Because it's a different level of thinking than the average society has access to. Because the average society is all watching the same thing, seeing the same person twerk, hearing the same bullshit-ass stupid song with like four hooks. It's not. I'm trying to expose you all to a different level of seeing the same situation without thinking that you're the bad guy because you don't want to constantly be surrounded by other people. Let's continue.
4: Each others form of them. Although the slightest reflection will show that this opinion, whatever it may be, is not in itself essential to happiness. Therefore, it is hard to understand why everybody feels so pleased when he sees that other people have a good opinion of him or say anything flattering to his vanity.
1: Mm. Now, I don't expect everyone to appreciate Schopenhauer, but let's continue.
4: End quote. Isn't our pursuit of approval detrimental to our authenticity? What if we didn't need the validation of others for our happiness? Or
1: Right now, you'll notice that in society, there is a lot of <clears throat> people going along with things that they may not actually be okay with. Their family may not, their church may not, everyone might dislike it. But there are some people just jumping on board of it, which is you know, a trade-off to their own authenticity. Who they are what they believe in maybe their family or their traditions or their but why not right because the government said to cnn said to guys facebook said i was a jerk if i didn't do what they were that what they said
4: isn't our pursuit of approval detrimental to our authenticity what if we didn't need the validation of others for our happiness or at least only the minimum to function and survive in society We could seize the freedom to shape ourselves and our lives in the ways we prefer. Taking this freedom doesn't necessarily mean we're antisocial, without compassion, or full of ill-will toward others. It's just that we don't let their gaze dictate how we live authentically. Philosopher Nietzsche goes even further, encouraging us to break with the herd, liberate ourselves from slave morality, and transcend the human condition by becoming Mm. the overman. According to Nietzsche, society and its moral codes hold individuals back from realizing their full potential. The overmen surpass these limitations, creating their own authentic values and meaning. Whether we choose to engage in self-actualization, or just want to enjoy the tranquility of solitude, not needing people allows us to choose our own direction. Not needing people isn't to deny the importance of human connection, a natural inclination that varies per individual. For most people, human connection probably plays a significant role in their overall well-being. And the harmful effects of loneliness and social isolation are real. Not needing people doesn't imply not associating with people at all, but grants us the possibility to embrace.
1: Holy shit, guys. Spearman actually showed up for a live stream. Good to see you, man.
4: Solitude when desired. When we can fend for ourselves, we can associate with people, befriend them, and even be in intimate relationships with them, but with the freedom to walk away whenever we please and indulge in the tranquility of solitude, far away from human turmoil.
1: The turmoil of other people will muddy your waters, guys. It's a difficult thing to say. It sounds heartless. But the truth is, sometimes your emotions, your heart, and your good intentions are used against you. Not just by women, but by society, by companies, and all of these other people, And Right? very interesting to see how that plays out. Anyways, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this stream. I've certainly enjoyed being here. Second stream of the day, guys, Gone with John is getting back on task with you guys, putting out some content. I've got a couple other ideas for some. That's actually one of them. Misery Loves Company. I have a couple of other ideas for some streams I want to put out for you guys, but uh, you got to understand it, man. You got to understand it, especially... (laughs) I'm sorry, man. Hey, look. I'm 55 minutes in. Where you been, man? Where you been? Sorry. I'm going to go live again probably later on tonight, hopefully around 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's in like three hours. RP Pope says, keep it going, John. I'm kind of hungry. I could could eat a snack real quick and jump back on here in like an hour if you guys want, and then I'll just ride it out tonight and we'll see where this thing goes. You want to do that? I'm definitely gonna go eat though. I'm not gonna lie to you. But uh, you want me to jump back on in like an hour, we'll say maybe about four o'clock. And then we'll just have fun from there. Great, yes. Well, look, I'm going to eat, boys. <laughs> I man, the fact that you guys want me to even keep going, I appreciate it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Goodness gracious, guys. I know what we can do. I got a great idea. Hold on. We're going to have an intermission. I'm going to come right back and we'll pick this back up with It's complicated new video because they did put out a new one and I always react to his stuff because he's super cool about it. Uh, Let's find a good tune in the background for a moment, boys. I'm pretty sure we're already going to get, you know, struck down by the old copyright people. But how about this one, guys? Save me if I become my demons.
3: The following dramatization has been commissioned by the Starset
0: Society.
1: boys thanks very much I appreciate that anybody know the name of the band playing the intro song that would be corpse if you search corpse music on YouTube you'll find corpse 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 husband the song on my intro that actually plays like uh, the one I normally play at the beginning of live stream is usually Misa Misa or Miss You but if you're talking about my actual like uh, video intro that one is called fuck you if you're talking about this Bitch, you get nothing. That one's called Fuck You. Let's continue, boys.
7: Mm, There you go.
1: Shout out to the It's Complicated channel, guys. If you don't know, he's one of my buddies on YouTube. Go over, hit like, hit subscribe. He's got a great channel. Does excellent interviews. Excellent interviews. Also, uh, fair use. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Obviously, he's cool with me. Let's continue, boys. Who is more easily bored in relationships? Oh, this video, sorry, Black Panther. I don't even know why I didn't even read the whole damn thing. Point of no return is by Star Set, which is also the one that just did the song, My Demons, Starset, Great, great one. But that point of no return is the jam. Let's continue. Men or women?
8: Men, for sure.
1: Why? I don't even know what these broads said. What was the question? Sorry, I got sidetracked with music.
9: Who is more easily bored in relationships, men or women?
8: Men, for sure. Why? Because I feel like they get bored too fast. Um.
1: Mm, really? You know what? I, mm, I can't touch this one, but some of y'all can. Let me.
10: I feel like, well, here you oh. go. Men are always looking for the next thrill.
1: <sighs> We're gonna let that one go, guys. Just we're gonna just breeze right past that one.
11: A lot of people would answer, I guess, men are the ones who are easily bored because they they um, cheat or they move on.
1: No, we're not playing that game. Statistically, women cheat more than men. They just don't get caught as much. Men are dumb. Let's continue.
11: Or they want to find a, another woman or stat. But I would think of it as as. A woman, a lot of women are confusing. A lot of women don't know what they want themselves, causing a man to be confused of himself. So he...
1: Right, guys. Yeah, that's what it is. A lot of women don't know what they want. It's like a lot of women want things all the time that would be conflicting with a family, any moral, moral behavior. I don't know what it is about today's women. They just, They want all these things... <laughs> Ah, that mean mouth also shout out to my headphone guys sorry that one's a little loud I apologize
11: can't really get what he wants from a woman but it, that doesn't make it okay to cheat but as a woman I feel like they do get bored they do get tired of hearing the I love you every day they want something that's a challenge they want something that they can't get a woman's gonna go try and get a man that 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 they can't or they can do something better than the other man and they can't get him, So they're going to keep chasing it. So that's, I feel like that's why a woman,
1: I feel like
11: a woman would want more.
1: If, yeah. I mean, all she had to say is a woman would want more period. A woman would want more and more and more until the man can't keep up with her wants. That's how that goes.
11: That they can't, or they can do something better than the other man and they can't get him, So they're going to keep chasing it. So that's, I feel like that's why a woman, a woman would want more
9: If women are more easily bored, why are they more
7: likely to want marriage and commitment? Because marriage is the excitement, right? Marriage is the the story. Marriage is the fairy tale. And marriage is the dream.
1: No, that makes it sound like women are these perfect little angels. Let me tell you what it really is, because that's when they got you right by the balls. The short curly hairs, guys. I mean, come on, guys. You think it's every woman's dream and fantasy from a little girl to have a legally binding document from the state? That's really what it's about. Yeah, they want to have the wedding and everyone show up and look pretty, and everyone's staring at her and thinking she's phenomenal and wonderful. And look, she's got a white dress on I mean
7: that's they more likely to want marriage and commitment Because marriage is the excitement, right? Marriage is the the story. Marriage is the fairy tale. And marriage is the dream that's been sold.
9: Is it harder for a man to get the woman he wants into bed or for a woman to get the man she wants to commit?
8: Mm. Uh, Yeah, I would definitely say it's harder for the woman to get the man to commit.
1: What a shock. Who would have guessed that you would have felt like some sort of victim, ladies?
9: For sure. If women think men are trash, why are they so interested in getting his commitment?
8: (laughs) Because we have goals. We want to be.
1: We have goals. Now, Listen, this is where a normal human being might have said love and family and duty and honor, and we're going to have raised children and go back and watch. The first thing out of her mouth is we have goals. Now, having goals ain't shit about love or respect, honor or dignity for the other person, is it?
8: I would definitely say it's harder for the woman to get the man to commit for sure.
9: If women think men are trash, why are they so interested in getting his commitment?
8: Because we have goals, we want to be married. We want to start families. Shit. There's things that we want to do in life, like, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. There's things they want to do in life. What's that got to do with a man? What about why get married then? There's things we want to. Okay, why get married? well, I mean, you know, there's, he's got goals. There's things I want to do in life. I mean, you know, what about don't you don't you want love, John? Don't you care about love? What about love and family and relationship? Oh, yeah, I tried that a couple times. Didn't work out well for me. They, I mean, they're doing fine. They're doing just fine, you know, but not so good for the old uh, man involved.
9: Would you say the majority of women are followers or leaders by nature?
1: Shit. Boy, there's some followers, guys. They won't even go up against and tell each other different things. They'll just agree with each other and then they will collectively nurture themselves on into their own extinction. Yeah, we should do this. Don't you think so? Yeah, gasoline's a lot like water. We could probably drink this on Survival Island. This will keep us alive. Do you want to tell her it'll kill us? No, 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 no. don't do that. She gets so fussy. Let's... Please...
11: I would say a lot of women are followers. We A lot of us follow what we see on social media. A lot of us want the body type that another woman likes or has or the curvy expected body shape of reality like now. Um, a lot of women follow other women. It's like that's why women get BBLs. This is why women dress the way they dress like other ones. And it's not all of us, but a lot of
1: Y'all quit putting them damn caterpillars on your eyeballs. The stupid ass long eyelashes. Y'all know how ridiculous y'all look sometimes. It's it's honestly silly at this point. I know there are dudes that'll still, you know, pump and dump you, but you look stupid. Let's continue.
11: Some of us do it because we are followers and we don't want to have our own style. We we are afraid to not
10: be accepted leaders by nature. Because
1: leaders by nature, guys. You can't make that shit up. Raw. Yes. Thank you.
10: Because mm-hmm. we're taught to be more aggressive and. The-
1: OK, she just said women are naturally born leaders because they're taught to be more aggressive. Who's teaching them that? Now, I know who's teaching these two young ladies that, but I can't say that. I'm not allowed to say that. I wish it wasn't that way. I really do, because it's unfair to all of the people of, you know, the, this, this It's unfair to them. The older ones, the younger ones, the ones coming up, the it's a cycle that continues for some reason. Let's continue. It's probably because no one's allowed to talk about it. I would assume that's part of the problem.
10: The men, yeah. yeah. And men don't like to step up these days, so
1: men don't like to step up. What the fuck would we be stepping up to? Y'all look like two linebackers. Honestly. Y'all ever see that old Refrigerator Perry thing where they're all dancing and they're doing the? This looks like two linebackers. No offense, ma'am. Ma'am. Ma'ams. I'm not sure how you say it, but y'all, this is, you just got through saying you're more aggressive and the leader and you wonder why men won't step up to you? Bro, do you know anything about men?
10: Oh, we take matters into our
1: own hands.
9: Why do women want to be leaders if they don't like taking accountability?
8: Mm. I take (laughs) accountability.
1: Oh, boy. I'll bet that's true. Let's continue.
8: Um, yeah, I'm always willing to learn if it's something.
1: Right. Every woman I've ever met, always willing to learn, guys. Certainly, they never fight back or tell you don't teach them anything or call it mansplaining. <laughs>
8: That I'm doing wrong, please, baby, tell me yeah, so mm-hmm. that I can correct my mm-hmm. actions. Because if I want the relationship to work, then I need to be open to change. So, wow,
7: I truly don't believe that they're meant to be in leadership positions. I'm not saying that women,
1: also, guys, also, I just want to throw this out there. Now, I don't know this man, he looks like a nice young gentleman. He looks like you know, but I will say something, something I'm, I can't put my finger on it, guys. Can you do you know what it meant? <laughs> butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book that dude's sweet shout out to coach greg adams appreciate you buddy i hate to rip off your bit there but that's a good one
7: let's go women can't lead but i mean overall in general men are meant to lead and it's due to things like accountability and things like that maybe i misjudged him
11: you want to you wanna say, oh, yeah, I'm a very independent woman, and I can do this, and I can do that. and
1: Why? Why do you want to say that as a woman? Like, why would you want to say that? Why? Like, as a woman, you, you, you shouldn't want to say that. I mean, I know the feminists have told you over the years that you should be this, and my, don't let men objectify you, and now you're out here naked on your own and calling it empowerment. It's crazy, like... <laughs>
11: you want to like prove that you're better than the average or
1: why don't you realize how assholish and egocentrical that is and i hate to use a man curse like asshole describing women but why are y'all being assholes like that's not a feminine trait why are you trying to prove stuff to you you want to prove that you're better than the average don't you think that's a little bit uh self-involved narcissistic by definition I mean, guys, I'm on these videos and I I say these things, but I also tell you that I'm flawed and I'm not better than people, and I have my own shit, and I'm. But like, what if I was on here? I'm I'm the greatest. It wouldn't it wouldn't make for a very good show, would it?
11: Prove that you're better than a man. I feel like a lot of women want that leadership because they want to be better than a man, or they want to.
1: If they want to be better than a man, then they don't want leadership. By definition, like these the women have to start learning to use the English language like, you know, seriously, I'm going to rewind that. Listen to her. If you want leadership, then you damn sure don't want to be better than a man because no one wants to be led by someone that they're better than. I mean, unless you're dumb, but let's continue.
11: You're better than the average or prove that you're better than a man. I feel like a lot of women want that leadership because they want to be better than a man or they want to. <sighs>
1: Let's go back again. She said they want a leader and then to be better than a man because they're better than a man. And a better leader than a man. I'm just
11: prove that you're better than the average or prove that you're better than a man. I feel like a lot of women want that leadership because they want to be better than a man or they wanna they wanna outdo everyone else because I guess it's not expected for a woman.
1: Well, It's not supposed to be for a woman. That's it's not that it's not expected. It's like people see you and they're like, oh, oh, this is a very strong and independent, powerful woman here, guys. You know what I'm saying? This lady here is super.
9: Are women not submitting because men don't want to provide or are men not providing because women don't want to submit?
1: Men
10: aren't providing because women don't want to submit.
1: We're done providing. Even when y'all do submit, we know it's a lie, just like everything else about you. Your hair, your makeup, your nails, you name it. Extensions, the clothes you wear. Y'all didn't make them clothes, you bought them. Let's face it, everything about you is a lie outwardly, and you want us to be inwardly honest. Please
12: they want to feel like they're independent and like they can do it on their own. If that makes sense.
1: No,
13: I think it's a two way street. Women are not submitting to someone that's not a provider. And then
1: y'all sound like whores. When y'all say that ladies, I don't care what you think when you're like, I want a man that's a a provider that you, you mean the exchange of your attention for his money. You're a whore. I don't care how you call what you call it or what semantics you try to play. If it ain't about love and God, then guess what? It's about money, honey. And that makes you a 304 everywhere in the United States. Oldest profession in the book in the world. Worldwide. Oldest profession. Oh, you're trading uh, your attention as a woman for money. Okay. Yeah. It's a horror. There's a word for that.
13: Obviously, men are not going to provide for so
1: Men don't want a horror.
13: One that's not submitting for them.
7: It's a mix of both. I think that men struggle to have the confidence to provide and the confidence to protect when women struggle to submit due to the the program and that submitting is bad.
9: Are men more likely raised to be providers or are women more likely raised to be independent?
13: Oh, These questions are good because I feel like men uh, are not raised to be providers but they should be and women are.
1: Yeah, they should be just ways to be useless tools that are discardable, that can just assume, like an old ATM card, as soon as the bank declines the payment, you just simply throw it away. You don't owe the bank the money back. You don't owe anything to the bank. Men should just learn to be providers and be blind contributors to everything women want. And then when women get tired, they can blame the man and just move on to the next man who's willing to provide. That sounds a lot like not love
13: race to be independent they should but not as
11: much as they are as a man like you are expected to have a job and be able to take care of a family but is it like that for a woman you know what i mean because like a lot of the times like a woman's not going to take care of a man a woman is not going to provide a house for a man, or food, or and let a
1: sandwich, or entertainment, or a conversation. She's busy. Why should she have to do anything with you? It's not about sex. It's her body and her shit. Doesn't you? Okay. Well, guess what? I don't want to be around you anymore. Everything that was cool about you is out the window now. All your good looks and all this other shit don't mean shit if we ain't fucking. That's the truth, ladies. Y'all need to understand that shit. I don't give a fuck how good you look if we ain't mm, was then for what. I don't care. So you can be the prettiest person in your Instagram photos. Your opinion ain't making a difference. Unless sex is involved. Back in my younger days, of course. Now, understand that they, they they want a traditional provider man and there ain't no traditional women anymore. They want to say things like I don't need a man. Well, they that's that's actually called biting the hand that feeds you if you want a provider man. Now, you may say, well, not my man. He don't, you know, he don't provide well enough. Okay, fine. But still, every other man just heard what you said. That means you bite the hand that feed you. You're a bad dog. I forget what they call a female dog. That's a bit of a problem. I can't remember what that word is. Right. Tell me I'm wrong.
11: Let the man just sit around and look pretty like a woman can sit around, look pretty and be there. And their whole.
1: That's all we want from y'all. That's it.
11: Life's paid for. Like everything that they do is paid for. So in reality, overall, like everything, I feel like a woman would want a man to be the one to provide and the one that's
1: provide, provide, provide money. You mean money? You mean the transfer of funds for a woman in exchange for the presence of a woman? Oh yeah. What is that again? I never remember this one. I think they call that true love guys
11: going to do things for them instead of the other way around. Oh,
1: do things indeed. I wonder what kind of things they're going to do for the man that's willing to provide. I wonder what for a man that's willing to provide by a lovely lady. Hmm? Any ideas, anyone? A few things come to mind that women might be willing to do for a nice that's man.
9: Thirsty, Refreshing. Why have we changed everything where it concerns women while men are still expected to play by the same old fashioned gender?
1: Damn, his questions guys. Listen to that one.
11: The one that's going to do things for them instead of the other way around.
9: Why have we changed everything where it concerns women while men are still expected to play by the same old fashioned gender roles?
7: Because we live in a gynocentric world and everything's catered to the perspective, the needs and the feelings of women.
9: Our world
11: overall is feminist now. Um, women are always the victim women are always the ones that are, are being abused or are or, or the ones that are always like something's always the problem like men always do something wrong you feel me like i feel like as a man what was the question
0: again
1: <laughs> that is bullshit
11: ones that are always like something's always the problem like men always do something wrong you feel me like i feel like as a man what was the question again <laughs>
9: a lot of women want a masculine man to bring out their femininity and put her at ease isn't this just another way of saying the man takes all the blame and accountability
7: yeah of course because as a as a woman if you want a man to commit to you and decide he wants to be in a relationship and eventually be in a marriage you should show that man what you provide and what you provide should be submission is the modern woman's
9: concept of femininity in opposition to accountability
7: yeah femininity modern feminism is all about you can do whatever you want and there's zero consequences and zero accountability and a man will be at the at the end waiting for you when you have almost no equal value to what you used to be
1: Damn, maybe I was wrong about that guy. Guys, sorry about the uh, reading rainbow thing. Sorry about that, sir. Maybe I was wrong about you. But the turtleneck with the suit thing, I mean, come on, dude. The chains, come on, bro. Let's let's continue.
9: Do modern women prefer a daddy-daughter relationship or a partnership? Partnership.
1: No, they don't in the bedroom. I mean, not in a weird way. Like, I know some of you are, listen. They don't want partnership. They say that when they're not in the bedroom. But believe me, in the bedroom is the tell-all. You know what turns them on? That's what they really want. Whether it's the kinky or it's the dominant man or it's it ain't never the soft-ass dude. You know how many articles there are in the news right now about liberal women are upset. They can't find the traditional masculine man who's not, a, a, what do you call it, a conservative. Yeah, no no kidding. That's because your people are all the, you know, the rainbow people. Like, didn't you haven't you noticed this women you're voting for all these democratic like this all your people that are the democrats in the like you ain't figured this out yet? What you you want a masculine man? Hey. Yeah, good luck. Hey. Good luck. Let's continue. Why? Uh
12: daddy Do- daddy daughter is dominating and we
1: don't want that. Yes, they do in the bedroom. Now, this butch here may not. No offense to this large, nice lady here, but golly, the wall is not good, is it? Boy, that is unkind. That is insulting, Mother Nature, to be honest with you. Let's continue. Father Time, I guess it would be. Of course, it's Father Time's fault. Mother Nature had nothing to do with it. She was probably sitting on the couch in Cheeto dust. Mother Nature, that is. Not this nice lady. Let's continue.
12: We want to fill in control as well. Okay, modern women prefer a daddy-daughter relationship.
1: Told you. And I don't mean, listen, sexually, I mean that, but not in the kink way, but in a, they like a weird, but also they like to know that their man is there and will protect her like her father would. Women who grew up with a father, that is, of course, or some semblance of a father in their life. Let's continue. And I'm going to rewind it for the lovely blonde uh, intoxicated woman. Also, guys, look at this. Boy, the wall is mean. Just golly.
12: Daddy dog, daddy, daughter is dominating, and we don't want that.
1: We want to feel in control as well. You're not in control as well. This ain't a partnership. It never was, women. It never was supposed to be. Remember, your ass was traded for land back in the old days. Your dad and the king and my dad, the king, got together, and they were like, hey, let's fix these two idiots up, and they can be in love forever. And And he's like, well, it's going to ruin my son's life. And her dad was like, why don't I give you a thousand acres of land and a bunch of cattle? And he's like, eh, fuck my son. Sure, that sounds good. Let's continue.
12: Okay, modern women prefer a daddy-daughter relationship. And the reason why is because every single woman that I know wants to be taken care of nowadays.
1: In every sense of the word.
7: I think most women think they want a partnership. But when they have a partnership, one thing they realize is that a lot of stress comes with that. And you realize when you actually get into a a committed partnership that you don't want that. What you really want as a man to have 100% of all the responsibility, all the accountability, all the decision making, everything is on him. Because that allowed you to be in your feminine role as a woman and to be able to submit and
9: follow. So is the modern woman's concept of femininity in opposition to accountability? 100%. One hundred percent. Why do modern women have more of a problem submitting to a husband than they do submitting to an employer?
10: Because the employer is on time. The employer is. going.
1: Sometimes I don't even know what women are saying anymore. They're like, "Because skibbity scap." What? Because the employer is on time. What does that mean? He's punctual to his his appointments, her appointments, whoever the employer is. I don't want to sound like John D. sexist here. Whoever the boss bitch in charge is, what, the employer is on time. All right. All right.
9: Why do modern women have more of a problem submitting to a husband than they do submitting to an employer?
10: Because the employer is on time. The employer is going to pay
9: them. <laughs> Aren't both women being...
1: So it's all about money then. I mean, that's all you need to hear. That's And that made sense to her. Like her friend didn't even flinch. Like to women, that makes sense. Husband? No, the, my employer is going to pay me. Oh, oh, you're going to make $50,000 a year when you could have had a husband that might make $50,000 right now, but in 10 years might be making $200,000 a year. Oh, but you're going to be alone with boxed wine and cats and you're going to make $50,000 a year. Your employer is going to pay you. This is the problem with feminism. It's destroyed women's ability to be mothers, their desire to be a mother, or to think that it's cool or something to be looked after. Meanwhile, that's the reason we're all here. Jesus Christ, women, you can't be, like y'all don't see this, huh?
9: Provided for?
10: They are, but they don't have to work as
13: hard. One is being provided for in a dependency way. They're dependent on this person to do something for them for that. The other person is kind of going off their talents and whatever degree they have. They the kind of earn their way in the world.
1: Kind of earn their way in the world? Kind of? Huh?
13: And then on this person to do something for them for that. The other person is kind of going off their talents and whatever degree they
1: have. Right. They're going after their talents, guys. What do you think those talents some of those girls are were-
13: have. They've kind of earned their way in the world. They're moving their way up and earning money. and
1: the- Ooh, moving their way up and earning money. Girls, good for you. No man for you, but good for you. Strong and empowered. No man wants that, except for all of your Democratic men. They like that. I mean, you might have to peg him every now and again, but he'll like that. He'll enjoy all that. Strong, independent woman is going to earn more than her man and take care of him. Boy, that'll really get your vajayjay wet, won't it, women? Won't you enjoy that when you have a weak, feminine man who can't protect you? Couldn't protect you from your damn self if you wanted to. Boy, you're really going to be sexually satisfied with that man, aren't you, women?
13: Man is doing the same thing. Whoever's taking care of the sugar daddy, he's submitting to an employer as well.
9: So, Why do women think they are free when they serve their boss, but slaves when they serve their husband and children?
13: Wow. I guess because they're getting paid, they don't see the money.
1: It's all about money, man. It's all these women care. It's so crazy because you don't, when I say it, I sound like the bad guy. But when she says what she just said, she feels like, is a slave to her husband or her own children. Remember motherhood, the thing that women are actually designed for? You know, whether creatively by nature and or by God. Remember motherhood. Why would she feel like a slave to her own child? Her husband, okay, I'll give her that. She's a little, you know, too good to, to her shit, don't stink. Okay. Women in general, I understand. You're out of your mind. But your own children? You feel like a slave to your own? You'd rather work for your boss than your own child. Let's continue.
9: Monetary value. Eat when they serve their boss, but slaves when they serve their husband and children.
13: Wow. I guess because they're getting paid, they don't see the monetary value in what they're getting from their husbands. And that's sad. But I, it could also because maybe some husbands overstep their boundaries. Maybe they feel.
1: out. Like Ain't no overstepping your boundaries. He's the husband. Either you want a leader or you don't. There's no half-assing that shit. You can't want a leader now and not a leader later because not a leader later ain't going to work. What you're going to get is a Democratic, weak-ass, sissy man that's going to say, I'm a leader and I'm a tough guy in the bedroom. And later on, he's going to be like, Oh my God, I'm scared. What's going on? So you either get the leader all the time or you don't get a leader, ladies. This is how it is. I keep saying this, it ain't a partnership. And people are like, John, that's, no, no, it it isn't. You don't want a partner, you want a leader. You're going to get a partner, you're going to take advantage of him, then you're not going to be happy with him because he ain't a leader. And when you get a leader, you're going to be unhappy with him because he's going to be trying to lead you. And your dumbass is going to be like, I'm a leader too. I have really great ideas. Just listen, just listen, just listen to my ideas. I'm just, hold on a minute. Sure, we could use the, the lawnmower to cut the grass, but if we use the scissors, it will take longer, but we could save gasoline. Just, just where are you going? Listen, you never listen to my great ideas. Man, we have five acres of grass. We'll get bigger scissors. Ladies, just stop.
13: Like they have a doormat instead of a wife. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a mom. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely.
1: Uh-oh. Here comes the quality bullshit, guys. Get ready. She's a mom. Look out, everybody.
8: We don't feel no type of slave when it comes to me serving my baby. Um, it just comes out of love. In regards to a man, some women probably feel like they're slaving towards a man because it's not 50-50 on the emotional side.
1: Jesus Christ, women, you girls with this emotional bullshit, y'all are out of your fucking mind. It's not 50-50 on the, what does that mean? Each day you each have 10 emotional bullshit things that you bore each other to death with over coffee. And then as long as each one of you puts up with the other person's boring, stupid, emotional bullshit, then, they, oh, it's 50-50 emotional relationship now. Y'all are, y'all need help, ladies. Seriously.
8: She's giving a lot. He's not giving enough.
1: She's giving a lot. Women will do this. They'll fuck you three times a week for a total of 32 seconds. It's not my fault if I come fat. I'm just kidding. This They'll think that their little 10 minutes a week of fun time for you as a man is enough to keep you pacified. And they don't have to do anything else. And they'll think that that's a lot of work. Wow. Let's continue. My grandmother used to make biscuits and food and breakfast, lunch, and dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There was always food and just grocery shopping, doing this, paying bills, doing all these other things for their husbands, their children, their sons, their they're family members, but modern women, well, <clears throat> hey.
8: F or vice versa, so.
9: What's the difference between being old-fashioned and being sexist?
8: Old-fashioned is respect. Sexist is
10: what you're expecting.
1: I've- Hold up. I I should be able to figure this out. I'm, I'm pretty smart. Hold on. Old-fashioned is respect, but sexist is what you're expecting huh I don't, I don't
9: what's the difference between being old-fashioned and being sexist
11: old-fashioned is respect
12: sexist is what you're expecting
1: <laughs> well look i don't want to be sexist guys cuz you know it's not my thing i'm a, i'm a nice guy i'm a good guy but I'll tell you, no one's expecting this.
3: big <laughs> jelly, big <laughs> jelly, <coughs> <baby, baby>, <laughs>
1: Now, I want to apologize on behalf of my new viewers. I'm not usually this childish, and I feel like maybe that was a bit over the top, but she earned it. Let's continue.
11: I feel like old-fashioned, when you look at it, it's like casual, like the man's the one that's going to go work, and the woman's going to stay home and wash the kids, and that's something that, or wash kids, cook clean, that's something that's been going on for years now, and I feel like that wouldn't be looked at as sexist if it's something that's been happening because women do want to be the ones staying home and not working. You feel me? So old fashioned, I feel.
1: You feel me? I mean, look, we've lost something linguistically over the years, and it bothers me because our language is gorgeous. It really is a beautiful expression of human emotions. And you can alliterate so many wonderful different things. But it's we've dumbed it down. as we've got smartphones, our people have become stupid. as we've gotten ebooks, people have put down regular books, the old books where all of the really good knowledge was before propaganda. Let's continue. Homer simpleton, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Let's continue
8: that that has a lot to do with your upbringing. when it comes to sexist, everyone has an opinion as far as what. A woman should be doing and what a man should be doing, but
7: sexism, what we consider now is what tradition and normal normality was back then. But today that's considered sexism, but it was not sexism back then.
2: Divorce may ruin your life.
11: I feel like being sexist would be something like hatred towards the under other gender, but gender roles I don't feel is sexist. I feel like gender roles is something that comes naturally between both genders. (sighs)
1: <sighs> Jesus Christ. If if that made less sense, guys. She feels like gender roles are something that comes natural to each gender. I, I, I just want to give up on some of the human race. Not all of them, but like some, I just want to be like, well, you
9: guys are on your
1: own. Are women more likely to
9: make snap judgments or be indecisive?
12: Indecisive.
9: Why is it that no woman in history ever knows where we should go eat?
12: <laughs> I don't know, but it's true. See, you got to use reverse psychology.
1: Okay, I'll be the first to admit that I love a good pigtails. Let's continue. Whoops, that was the wrong thing. I don't know what I just pressed. There we go. Let's back it up.
9: Be indecisive. Indecisive. Why is it that no woman in history ever knows where we should go eat?
12: <laughs> I don't but it's true. See, you got to use reverse psychology on that. Be like, "Babe, let's go to Burger King."
1: Bro, pigtails and a choker? Forget about it. I I'm half my shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding.
12: No, I want McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You got to use reverse I, I psychology. Got, I got this.
0: What?
1: Yeah. So, we uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, she's got this. So, rather than me ignoring the beautiful girl that was talking, now I'm going to ignore this ugly one. Let's see what she says though. Cause I'm sure it's, she's got this. It's going to be much more poignant than what this, uh very fun looking foldable young lady looks like. She's about to talk about, which I don't wouldn't even, you know, let's just, yeah. like, Look, I get it. I see all the red flags guys. I do believe me. And I would never do it, but if I got the chance, I would probably do it at least once because I see the red flags and there. You are. Let's continue. Let's just, let's just continue Again, Um. Let's hear what the nice lady's gonna say. How
12: to use reverse psychology on that? Be like, babe, let's go to Burger King. No, I want McDonald's. Mm -hmm. You gotta use reverse psychology. I got this.
1: And McDonald's. She's a cheap date. Fantastic.
12: Yeah. So we always know where we wanna eat.
1: Don't we? Always know where we wanna listen, guys. Listen. Sometimes uh, my voice sounds like I've been gurgling with spoiled milk. You know. I mean, it sounds like I've been snorting orange juice and Ajax, but guys, we always know where we want to go eat. Thank God this girl spoke up, ruined it for me.
12: Let's go to Burger King. No, I want McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You got to use reverse I, I psychology. Got, I got this. Yeah. So we always know where we want to eat. Don't get me wrong. Yes. The reason we we're the reason we're like, we don't know. Is because we want you to tell us where you want to go. Be the man, put your fucking dick down and say.
1: Oh, they're, they're so damaged. Here's the other part of that is while the other one is cute enough and doable in my personal opinion, obviously she's batshit insane, but that goes without saying this is her friend. It's always women's friends that you got to look at, guys. When you see a girl and you're like, let's see who she hangs out with. This girl telling men to put their dick down and just, you know, horrible, horrible.
12: It's because we want you to tell us where you want to go. Be the man, put your fucking dick down and say,
1: put it down in your motherfucking.
12: This is where we are going. We always always know where we want to go
9: is it fair to expect a man's commitment from a woman who can't make up her own mind not at all not at all because if you don't know what you want
6: yeah no uh, one is gonna wait around yeah
9: you might be in the wrong place to start with what are your thoughts on the expression women are always right
7: it's false women are not always right in fact i would argue that 95% of the time they're wrong God damn! This this guy's damn near me. Sorry, dude. Sorry. Go ahead. Men are just afraid to lose access.
1: Mm, yeah, and some men, some men are afraid to
7: lose access. Let's continue. To that woman, to tell them that they're wrong. If women are always right, how do lesbians settle arguments?
13: Well, whoever's the most dominant, they already know they're they're where you be boy, and I'm, of course, I'm going to be. ah girl so i'm gonna be right
8: (laughs) we are always right i feel like because i feel like women mature much
1: women mature nope
8: Mm, what quick much much faster than men i feel like we get it and you guys just you know it 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 takes you a minute but it's okay because because we're willing to work with you sometimes sometimes
1: Oh, thank God. Sometimes they're willing to work with us. What a fucking luxury that is for us guys.
9: Why do so many women need to be right even if they're wrong? Some,
8: some women have ego issues.
1: <clears throat> you don't say. Some Just some women have ego issues?
8: Um, <laughs> ego
11: issues,
10: definitely. Well,
1: oh. Ego issues, definitely. What do I tell you guys as men when y'all watch my live streams? Kill your ego. I mean, have it. Have a belief in yourself, an unwavering belief in yourself that you can succeed at every single thing you do ever. But don't tell anyone. It's not about you. That's why I wear sunglasses and that's why I'm gone with John instead of John, my name. Do you understand, guys? Have an unwavering belief that you can accomplish anything that's set in front of you as a man. Put your fucking shoulders back. Act like you have answers. Research some shit and get some answers. You know what I'm saying? But all of this, what she's talking about?
9: Why do so many women need to be right even if they're wrong?
8: Some, some women have ego issues. Um, <laughs> ego issues,
10: definitely.
9: Well, oh, okay. why should men believe that women will submit in a relationship if they won't even submit in
1: an argument? Hmm.
10: Be- okay, because in an argument, you're not really thinking clearly, I guess.
1: No, you're not thinking clearly. We men are thinking very clearly from a place of logic and reasoning, trying to understand what in the fuck y'all are talking about. You're not thinking clearly. Go back and see my video from a couple hours ago. I did a live stream called Female Psychopaths. And we talked specifically about how females will act under emotional duress. Let's continue.
8: Right, we, yeah. we, like, Us as women, we, we react off of emotions. Mm-hmm. so No shit, huh? Sometimes we do say things that, that we just truly don't mean.
1: Yeah. So. Oh, right. Or do things that would be considered batshit insane. Is that feasible at all?
8: A lot
11: of the times when a woman doesn't want to feel like she's wrong, she'll.
1: Wow. Holy shit. I'm going to rewind that, but I want to paint the picture of you. The level of linguistic semantics that's taking place when a woman doesn't want to feel like she's wrong. She's not even going to admit that she's wrong or knows that she when she doesn't want to feel like she's wrong. Wow. That is that is impressive. Honestly. Let's watch that again.
8: We we react off of emotions, mm-hmm. so sometimes we do say things out that, that we just truly don't mean. Yeah. So.
11: A lot of the times when a woman doesn't want to feel like she's wrong, she'll say something to play against a man or she'll try to change it up because she knows she's wrong. Like, she won't admit to, like, her her issues, her problems. So how are you supposed to fix a relationship? A man should not should not be expected to submit to a woman who can't even take a wrong in an in argument
1: well i mean i don't know how much more proof you need guys i don't know how much more you need on that
9: is it easier for a woman to get a man to commit or for a man to get a woman to submit
13: it's easier to get a man to commit because they're naturally um you know they're they like to chase so even if they had everything there that's just in their gene to keep it going A woman will submit if she's taking care of love
10: properly.
1: Taking care of love properly. (laughs) I hope y'all are starting to listen to women carefully and you hear my voice anytime throughout the day when a woman says something. I hope you can superimpose my voice coming in and being like, you see this shit? You see this matrix here in front of us? You see this mouth breathing normie in front? Well, I mean, you know, all them words and didn't say a damn thing
8: properly.
13: So even if they had everything there, that's just in their gene to keep it going. A woman will submit if she's taking care of love properly, properly, she'll, she'll submit to that.
1: She'll submit to that. You mean the man? No, to that, to what? The love, the feelings she'll submit to the feelings. Go back. One more time, guys, listen to me, watch carefully how she alliterates this. She's not saying they'll submit to the man. She'll submit to that. The love part of it, the feelings. Pay close attention, guys. Shit's, once you see the shit, you can't unsee it.
13: Had everything there. That's just in their gene to keep it going. A woman will
8: submit if she's taking care of love properly. Properly, she'll she'll submit to that. A lot of women like they're lonely and they wanna they want a lot of men to to fill that void. So they'll literally do anything to submit to a man just to be taken. That's why I feel it's it's more submissive.
9: Why should women determine that a man leads before she'll submit?
8: Oh. Because I don't want to be led blindly. I need to-
1: yeah, this person who looks like she's made some decisions that may or may not be best decisions for her overall health doesn't want to be led blindly by just some, you know, lazy person who, you know, doesn't have her best interest, health or, or anything like that at heart. That would be silly. You know. She's certainly physically capable of calling her shot with any man that she wants, because clearly she's a 10.
8: I need to know that you have a good relationship with the Lord. You're oh going to be stable as far as like providing. You're going to be a provider for, for me and the baby. Like I, I need to know those things before I submit to you, because with me being independent, like I technically don't.
1: With I'm not going to lie to you. She literally just said independent next to the world. Submit to you. It doesn't work like that. Either, you know, listen, ladies, if you're independent, you don't need a man. You're not submitting to a man. You might act like you're submitting to a man. But that, again, is a lie. Do You understand? Men don't like lies and mistruths and omitted information. Hey, oh, I forgot to tell you I banged a bunch of dudes today, hubby. Sorry about whoopsie-daisy. I, for, I was going to tell you I had the best of intentions of letting you know. And, and it just fell out of my brain. It's not the same, ladies. Not the same.
8: You're going to be stable as far as, like, providing. You're going to be a provider for, for me and the baby. Like, I, I need to know those things before I submit to you because with me being independent, like, I technically don't need you. So it's just like you're kind of like an added bonus. So
1: Then what are you to the man? If, he, if he's an added bonus and you don't need him, what exact roles uh, are you fulfilling for a man? I mean, unless that man ever, you know. <clears throat> fantasize that Al Sharpton, but never mind. It's not even important, but just, you know, look, look at you physically. Is that what a man wants? Honestly, guys, I'm not trying to be mean or hurtful, but on, it, be honest with yourself. Does she look like she's been very considerate of what men would want from her? Or is this just a careless entertainment for her? Cause she's independent. She doesn't need you. You're just like a benefit in her life at that point. Huh? But she mentioned earlier God. Remember when she said God? I've read the Bible many, many times, guys, and it talks about a woman being a man's helpmate. It's very specific on how this should go down, and ain't none of it got nothing to do with any of this right here. Let's continue.
6: Like, if you don't provide a certain stability, money, you don't have a status, you cannot expect a woman to submit, submit to nothing. You know, you got to be up here
1: to have some. So y'all are for sale then. You only submit to a certain thing that can meet your criteria to. OK, I mean, look, ladies, I'm glad you're saying it out in the open now. I'm not even mad at you. I'm, now that you're being honest and you can understand women are behaving as horse, Or whatever semantic term you want to call it. She wants stability and God. And no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Let's continue.
6: Someone below you. You got to see your partner as
1: She thinks she's above anyone. That's the that's the thing. She thinks that because she's attractive, she doesn't want to submit to someone who's below her. Listen to her again.
6: Until some name submit to nothing. You know. You
1: got to be You are nothing. You are nothing. Because you're an attractive woman does not make you something special. Yes, people want to bang you. Congratulations. You're like a fleshlight on a lonely night. Your looks will eventually fade and then what will you have? You will be so far below that man of status as you put it so eloquently, ma'am
6: up here to have someone below you. you gotta see your partner as like you know somewhere you can look up to, not down that's
1: you're not looking down you're you're not you're literally a costume, you're a costume made up in makeup, you are. Nothing but an attractive thing to look at. And even that is fake. It's not based on your actual natural beauty. It's based on the makeup. And then you got your half your tits hanging out and you halt your top. And you want to act like you're up here and other men are down here. mm You're just TNA. I don't take it personally, but that's what it is. You think you bring something to the party because you got a vagina? Every woman has a vagina. Please.
6: That's why woman we don't submit to someone that we don't see. Like in a bigger level position or to
11: get a woman to submit you need to have all these qualities you need to be strong you need to be able to protect you need to be able to pay for me you need to be able to
1: oh got to be able to pay for it got to be able to pay got to be able to pay 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 get that wallet out man it's all about love see when they talk to men they're like you're going to find the woman of your dreams and you're going to fall in love and you're going to hold and be emotionally available it's going to be great they don't want none of that money comes back to money
11: um. Uh, uh. Have a roof over my head. Uh,
1: yeah. Big roof. Eight thousand square feet. You got to be a provider, aren't you? A real man, aren't you? A provider.
11: You need to be able to go out and have this sort sort of personality. This that. Like, but for a man, you simply need to just be there for him. Emotional connection. Be the woman.
1: Emo- God damn, they don't know men at all. Just be there for him. Be there, his emotional connection. Women, we don't want that. We never want that. We want less emotional connection and more, you know, penile connection. Why don't you connect to the tip of my D? I, all this emotional stuff, I don't like that. That shit's not where I want to live, in an emotional back and forth. And a Jesus, women, what's wrong with y'all? Be his, she literally just said that like she knows what she's talking about with men. Be his emotional support. Really? I mean, I guess if you want to run him off.
11: And that can be there when he needs it. For like, that's all men genuinely really want is a woman.
1: Oh, God, please don't say it. Please don't say it.
11: Women that can be there for them, yet women expect so much.
1: All a man really wants is a woman that can be there for him. You know, that's because they get mad when people like me say the truth. No, we want y'all for sex is what we're interested in. You can get mad at that. It doesn't make us bad people. It makes us living beings on this planet in an attempt to procreate just like everything else from the plant to the walrus. That's it. It's that simple. But you can demonize us for it. You like sex. Of course we do. feels great. It's part of what we're geared to do. Your very uh, hormones coming off of your body stimulate my brain to a point that makes my penis erect. It's It's the nature of life on this planet. But women want to demonize it and use it against you. Why? Because it's one thing they can latch on to. Now, there is no actual badness to it or evilness to it. It's just nature. But women will use your love and your nature against you.
11: Connection. Be the woman that can be there when he needs it. For like That's all men genuinely really want is a woman that can be there for
10: them. Yet women expect so much from a man.
9: Should a man determine that sex happens before he will commit?
10: I think both parties determine that. I don't think it's on a man because women, that's all they want to do sometimes, too.
9: (laughs) If a woman gives a man sex, why is she any more entitled to a relationship than the man's entitled to her submission?
7: Why? Because they understand deep down that, that their value has been given away. And when they give that value away, they expect a man to commit for giving that value.
10: Neither one of them are entitled to a relationship. You just have to be with that person that wants the same thing as you.
7: If
9: sex is his (laughs) ticket to commitment and leadership is her ticket to submission, how do we balance courtship before we're willing to give away a piece of our power?
13: I do think women should stop giving it up so quickly. Like um, you are the prize.
1: Right. But your cleavage is showing. Yeah. I just want to point this out. Your cleavage is showing. I do think women should stop giving it out. So, well, I'm not giving it out. I just got my tits out. Yeah, well, isn't that a direct sexual, uh, you know, you're looking for a man's attention? But you're not going to give it up? Doesn't that make you a bit of a uh, asshole? I'm just being honest, guys. Look, if you're a hoe, be a hoe. Dress like a hoe. Well, no, you're the ones that's going to be an easy bang. But if you're dressed like a hoe and you're like, I've got standards in class. And, man, shut the fuck up.
13: Guys, and you should... You Should date a little bit longer. I mean, there's so many women out here looking for men, so
1: (laughs) good luck, ladies.
13: Women are desperate and they're doing all kinds of (laughs)
1: things. We're going to rewind that just so I can hear the women are desperate part again.
13: Prize, and you should
9: give away a piece of our power.
13: I do think women should stop giving it up so quickly. Like, um, you are the prize, and
1: no, you're not. You bring nothing to the table. You have to show up at the table with something to be the prize, women. Something other than peace leave. Haven't you seen some of the fat, ugly people that men will bang? Like, no offense, ladies, but I mean, seriously. You think, because oh, I bring peace leave. to the All of you have a peace leave. We'll bang an ugly one. Not me, but some men will. Tyrone, just kidding, guys. But seriously, like, what the fuck? Please.
13: You should... You should date a little bit longer. I mean, there's so many women out here looking for men. So Mm -hmm. women are desperate and they're doing all kinds of things to secure them.
1: All kinds of things to secure them. Indeed, ma'am.
13: I think that's just. uh, So then
1: why should
9: men give away time, attention and resources?
1: Right.
13: They should, because women should make them. They should make them do these things. That's why they should.
1: Women should make them. Listen, women, society has you in a place where you feel very safe and protected. But let's face it, if it came down with people making people do something, my money's on men. My money's on our brute force and strength and our ability to overlook the silliness and take our feelings out when it's time to get busy. But you say things like this, like you got a big dick, but you don't. You don't have one to back that up. I think women should make men do things. Mm, y'all better be careful
9: should men give away time attention and resources
13: they should because women should make them they should make them do these things that's why they well, should. can a
9: man make a woman give up give up sex
13: no he can't he can't why does sex have to
1: be because it's the only fucking thing we're interested in get it through your thick skulls women Five thousand years of saying the same thing you're mean you're terrible you only like us for sex Mm, Well, everything else about you is miserable to be around. You could be pleasant to be around, but you choose not to be most of the time, at least after we've known you for a month, two months, maybe two years. So you want to know why sex keeps coming up? Because it's the only thing we're interested in you for. At the end of the day, you've made everything else such a pain in the ass to be with you or around you or to do with you. We can't even come up and say hello without being afraid of catching a case You want to know why men are concerned? Because that's all we care about anymore from you. You've taken everything else that was valuable to a man. Cooking, family, legacy, a long life, a godly life, a church-going family, meals at a decent time that aren't warmed up from a frozen food package. And y'all want to know why men only talk about sex. You don't offer anything else.
13: Uh them. They should make them do these things. That's why they. Well, should. can a man
9: make a woman give up give up sex?
13: No, he can't. He can't. Why does sex have to be equivalent to a woman being in love with a man? Submit.
1: Y'all aren't in love. You bunch of users.
13: To a man, it's not necessarily. I'm just saying
9: because women typically want a man's time, attention, and resources, and a man typically wants a woman's intimacy. Correct. Mm-hmm.
13: I mean, if you're looking at it like.
1: Yes. Yes is the answer. Yes. Say it, ladies. Look here. She's going to bring you some semantics. Yes was the answer. It took me two seconds to say it. Yes. But she going to tell you a bunch of other stuff. Oh, well, I mean, you know, if this and that and this and that.
9: Because women typically want a man's time, attention and resources and a man typically wants a woman's intimacy, correct?
13: I mean, if you're looking at it like that's kind of borderline prostitution. So.
1: Yeah. Figured that out, did you?
13: If you're looking
9: intimacy, correct?
13: I mean, if you're looking at it like I, that's kind of borderline prostitution. So, if you're looking at it like that. I mean,
9: don't women typically want sugar daddies and men typically want trophy wives?
13: You know, I'm a little older than I look, so No shit. Oh, I may be speaking from my generation. That wouldn't be correct. But for the new generation, I say you're spot on City Girl Life.
1: (laughs) Well, in case any of y'all were taking her serious, she said City Girl Life at the end and did a little
7: curtsy. Like a princess of the streets, I guess. I don't know.
9: (laughs) Are women attracted to male dominance?
7: 100%. I think that every female, if they were to be honest with themselves, they want to be dominated by male in every spectrum.
9: What is the difference between being dominant and being controlling?
7: Whether you're of high value and you're attractive and you're who she wants.
12: Controlling means you take away from what makes them a woman.
1: You mean like a feminine body? Do you mean like femininity? Do you mean like not being tattooed up like a road whore? What exactly are we talking about?
11: Dominating just means that you're willing to give them what they want
1: well that's what we want listen women we humor you but ultimately like you want something and we want something and we're willing to give a little here and there you know but either you get on board with our program or you get nothing we are the ones in the hiring position you are the ones in the applicant field I know you think it's the other way around, but you offer nothing but sex, and sex is easy to get from a thousand other places. Every girl likes man for stability, i.e. money will fuck him for cash. So you are applying. Men are declining your your application. Because you're like, well, I don't want to be, I, if he's dominant and he won't, well, guess what? That's what we're about. So you don't fit the part. You don't get the part. You don't work here.
11: Women claim that they want a man that's going to always call them pretty and love them and hug them and kiss them and all this. But in reality, women are going to get grossed out by stuff like that. Like they claim that they want all of this love from a man, but they really don't. They want a dominant man that can go to work and that can tell them.
1: Go to work. Guys, do you hear how smoothly that went in there? They want a dominant man who can go to work. You mean money? Oh, you mean earn a salary? Oh, you mean money's involved. They want a good man? Did she say good man? No. Go to work. Did she say loving man? Nope. Did she say caring? Understand? Concerning? Emotionally available? That can go to work.
11: And what to do and tell them that like they need to stay home and stuff like that because they they don't want a man.
1: They need to stay home. A man that goes to work and tells me I forbid you to work or put any effort into anything. Why don't you lay down on the chat? couch i'll get you the cheetos and you just hang out i'm gonna go put in a 12-hour shift because i'm the man who goes to work uh-huh
11: and that truly loves them they want some
1: truly loves me if he's willing to pay
11: i'm one that can pay the bills
1: hello mcfly am i getting through to any of y'all out there watching on the live stream I know when I make these videos, I seem like I'm a bit of a jerk. Dman50 over at Rumble. Good to see you. Shout out to everyone at Rumble. Hit like over there for me, gentlemen. I sure would appreciate it. do appreciate it, guys. Shout out to everyone on YouTube who's hit like for me. I appreciate it. Up to 42 likes on here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's continue with the live stream tonight, guys. We're up over two hours now. This is the second stream of the day. So we have been plugging right along over here. Radical Raptor, shout out to you. Let me bring up the nice lady again, who is obviously, you know. Well, let's hear what she has to say.
9: Why do women often require a man to prove his dominance before she will submit?
8: Um, To make sure that what they're doing is worth it.
1: She looked like she got mayonnaise in her shoulders.
9: Isn't the woman exhibiting the ultimate dominance by requiring those terms? Yep. Yeah, because even if you
1: are of high value and you are- This motherfucker says high value again, I'm going to play the rainbow in the thing again. You know what I'm saying? One more time, guy. You say high value again. You're getting the Kevin Samuels bullshit, and then you're going to get the reading rainbow song.
7: You are a man worth submitting to, and you are able to protect and provide. Ultimately, the submission decision is comes down to the women- so she, regardless of how elevated you are as a man. She
1: Bro, do you have a dollar sign on your necklace?
7: She contains. Ultimately, the submission decision is comes down to the women. So she, regardless of how elevated. All
1: right. I don't guess it's a dollar sign. I'll let it slide.
7: You are as a man. She contains the control.
1: Well. Shout out to the It's Complicated channel for that one, guys. Ah, be careful out there, guys. It is dangerous. I know a lot of people think, John, you hate women, and obviously that's not true. Women are great. No, you just got to be careful with them. Um, I wouldn't have a ton to do with them overall just because they're going to be problematic for you as a man. Every time I say that, I always try to let you all know that this ends badly most of the time for men. Just is what it is, guys. Just is what it is. Great to see everybody. I'm so glad y'all came through. Good to see everybody. See, make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you hit like. Make sure you hit comment. All of the good stuff. I'm going to get out of here, boys. We will see you next time. Find you some uh, corpse music here in the meantime. And we'll see you next time, boys. Peace. Feel like laughing when you laugh. Soul, I'm dealing
5: silently, silently. We fall out like leaves on autumn trees. Wish I could be what I ought to be, ought to be. I don't wanna focus on the problems, so instead I kinda move and move, move and try to live in fantasy. I'ma be the only one to finish what he started, a living legend. See into your bed like I'm a doctor. All the way to finish, I think you gotta watch how it started. And I'm a bitch, it's always sharp in my wallet on my neck, I got her
3: lost in my contract yeah, Sippin' on the wish, you wanna come
12: I'm 23, Uh I go to UCSB, and I also bartend.
5: Stop it. Get some help. Stop it. Get some help. Bitch, you get nothing. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And I ain't in the mood right now. I got a couple bad bitches coming through right now. Bitch, fuck you. Fuck, you. Oh, fuck you. You, 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 fuck you, fuck you Out in the sink, fuck what you think You don't even know my name, what you know about me You can see it